Back to the game plan coaching podcast and uh, great track, Jimmy. I'm still standing, and we sure are still standing after how many lockdowns is it, Yorks? Uh, 24. <laughs> it feels like 24, but it I does. think what's the official count? Uh, number five, we've just had. Oh, well, but we're ending tonight. I believe we are ending tonight, Jimmy, so we can go to each other's houses tomorrow. I'll see you at 12 tonight. Actually, we can't, <laughs> but that's a story for another time and another podcast. Another episode for that one. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what, what are we going to be talking about, Jimmy? It's been oh, a while. It has been a while. It's actually, I think we did our last episode on the, the, yeah. the most recent lockdown four. Um, so we're just going to talk about, you know, where the year 12s are at or VC students in general and where they're at in terms of their journey and the stage of the year that they're at. And we've actually got ourselves, uh, we've managed to secure a very special guest to join us tonight. I, I believe so. I'm staring at him right now. <laughs> the introduction, Jimmy. He's oh, a great man. We've got the great Verks on board tonight for a special podcast episode. So for, for those out there who haven't haven't heard of Verks, Verks is one of the best educators going around. He's been on the uh, in the independent school circuit for a very long time, a senior teacher, a, a man of great great moral fibre. I, be, I believe they call him the Bontempelli <laughs> of uh, educators. Well, now they're trying to say Bontz, the new Dusty. It's like, well, come on, Dusty's done it in finals. Let's look. <laughs> we digress. We digress. We digress. <laughs> so, Virks, thank you. Thank you and welcome. And great to have you on board tonight to discuss, I guess, where the kids are at in terms of their journey for year 12 and to get a little bit of your insight as a, you know, as a senior educator and a leader at, at a great school. So, first and foremost, how are you, mate? And how, you, how have you handled sort of locked down in your own personal life with work and with your own family. Yes, thanks. Uh, thanks, Jimmy Nooks, for that uh, amazing introduction. I've never had such an intro in my life before. Uh, it makes me feel 10 foot tall and bulletproof. Um, <laughs> thank you. It's, it's, it's an absolute privilege to be here tonight, uh, gentlemen, and uh, be a part of the Game Plan got, uh, podcast. I've been, uh, I've been waiting for an for invite and uh, the time has come. So thank you very much. It's a real honour. Um, how have I been? Uh, yeah, lockdown hasn't been too bad for me. Um, I've, I've managed to survive uh, lockdown number five. The, the first couple were pretty tricky, but uh, this one's been okay. Um, as you said before, I'm really, really excited about the fact we're back in the classroom tomorrow. There's nothing better than actually having, you know, feeling the energy of the classroom and being around your students. I'm a bit over talking to a screen and getting um, uh, nothing back. It feels a bit like just talking to a brick wall. So I'm really excited about being back in the classroom and uh, getting back into my routine. So, yeah, that's how I've been. How about you guys? How have you been going? Yeah, we're going, we're going well, mate. You know, it's the, the same as everyone trying to trying to navigate through these sort of crazy times as Yorks likes to refer to them. And, you know, we're obviously feeling for the plight of students um, at this point in the year and the journey that, that they've had. And I guess some of the conversations I've had with some people over the last couple of days have been centred on, you know, we sort of really felt for the Year 12 group, the 2020 cohort, um, yes. in terms of what they experienced. And now we've got the 2021 cohort who, who've had their, their challenges of 2020 yet that that lag effect is still kicked in. So they've had more challenges in 2021. So I guess from your perspective as a, as an educator right now, what are you expecting to see back in the classroom and what kind of advice can you, can you start to think to give to kids in this last seven or eight weeks um, of term three as they head towards the end of the year? Well, I think, I think there's a lot of positives to come out of this, Jimmy, really. I mean, we've, the students today that I'm seeing have, have, have obviously experienced these lockdowns and it's, it's taught them, you know, a lot of resilience and a lot of coping skills and perseverance. So I, I, I think, you know, you've done really well to get this far. 
you've only got about eight weeks to go really um, this term before it's all over. And then you get back in term four and you've got two weeks to, you got two more weeks and it's a bit of a blur, then you sit your exams. So it's not long to go really. And then you've got, is it probably, what, what is it? Three or four months before uni starts, uh, Jimmy, is that right? In York? I think so. That's it's that so, summer of the summer of joy, right? When you finish. Summer, uh, that's right. So, I mean, I wouldn't mind flying up to that deal if I had uh, if I had to work another another seven weeks and then have two weeks or three weeks off and then hit the books and and then get a really long break. I think that's a pretty good deal. So, I think the end's in sight. That you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and you know, my words would be just to just to keep persevering and, and just dig away each you know week by week and sack by sack and get back and. And just take one day at a time. I know it's a little bit cliche, isn't it? One day at a time, but uh, but I think in this instance, it's so, you know it's just so true. And really, you've come so far to, to really be able to navigate the the, the rigors of of, uh, of last year, and then to experience these you know lockdowns that are happening and, and then not happening, and all the uncertainty. And I think that's probably the biggest challenge. I think for a lot of students, Jimmy, is is the uncertainty. We just don't know what's going to happen, you know, and, and, and these lockdowns just happen really quickly, don't they? So let's just hope uh, there's no more uh, for the year. Um, I did hear a bit of a joke where there's three more lockdowns till Christmas. So did you hear that one? Recently? <laughs> so only three more lockdowns till Christmas. That's actually I, a good outcome. I'll, I I'll take that. <laughs> That's right. Let's hope not, please. But, um, but, but one thing, if we do experience another lockdown, at least we know how to what to do. We've got the right uh, the right tools in place. Teachers are really well adverse to, 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 to teach in this, you know, in this sort of medium. So uh, I think we've learned a lot. I know my teaching's improved a lot over the screen. So um, it's never going to replicate being in the classroom and, and having that energy and, 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 and euphoria, I suppose, in the classroom, but it's, uh, but it's getting better. Absolutely. So just to follow on, um, you spoke about that uncertainty. So I guess I'll, I'll handle it over to York because this is obviously his area of expertise as our resident psych um, and how do you feel Yorgs that the uncertainty of sort of okay we're going into a five day it turns into a 12 day type of scenario how do you think that impacts kids and, and any anything we can take from that that we can advise them on yeah well thanks Jimmy I'll ignore the fact I didn't get to talk about my lockdown but that's all right, that's all right. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness Virgs you bring up a great point uncertainty we know and we speak about it many times that uncertainty is a pillar of anxiety and a main reason why people get anxious and you know, have things like anxiety or disorders as well. But in terms of uncertainty, we've got to uh, really focus on those things that are certain, those things that we can control. And I know what's helped for a lot of kids throughout the lockdown is being able to, I guess, control what they can. And we're looking at, you, you mentioned as well, Virg's a great point, routines, trying to keep whatever routine that you can, trying to control the fact that you can still exercise a little bit. I don't, I don't think we had a limit to exercise this time, a yard time. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, we did. We had no, we had two hours. Don't worry, I know about that. And still the five k, the five k uh, perimeter. All right, well, Daniel, you're living your tips, mate. Which is don't 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 follow the news. <laughs> so you clearly got evidence of that. You're living under a rock over yours. But uh, we digress. Uh, so in terms of all those things, uh, what you eat as well, bedtime in terms of going to sleep at a regular time. Um, and also, you know, rewarding yourself and self-care. So still doing things that you enjoy that give you pleasure. So I think they're really important, Virks. And actually, Virks, if I can ask you, what were some of the most important things you implemented to keep, I guess, your, uh, you in a positive space throughout that uh, last lockdown? Yeah, 
Great, great, great question there, Yorgs. Um, one of my mantras is, uh, you know, if you win the morning, you win the day. I, I'm really big on on getting up before before before, uh, before I have to get off to, to get off to school or, or work, as I call it. Um, and try, you know, I try and get a bit of exercise in the morning, uh, and that's used often on my bicycle. It's a real, it's a, it's a great time for me just to escape and just to reset before I, you know, before the rigors and the and the challenges ahead of the day. So that's really important to me, and I find that works really well for me. Um, but for, for students out there, it doesn't have to be, you know, um, out there on the bike or out there, you know, panning the pavement. It might be going for a walk. It might be reading a book. Just whatever makes you happy. I really find that works in the morning before I have to start a really busy day. Uh, that works exceptionally well for me. And, and, and you've hit the nail on the head there, York. So I mean, we did mention this before, you know, the routine. That's one thing that has been a challenge for me in this lockdown. I found that my routine wasn't as sound as what it had been previously. Um, and I'm really excited about going back to back to school tomorrow because um, I think I, I know that that routine will be a, a lot firmer, a lot more structured, and I'm really excited by that. So um, yeah, that's that's it. that's how I've been feeling. So yeah, and yourself, uh, yours. What what about you? Well, yeah, definitely I struggle with the routine at times. My uh... 1.30 wake up on Sunday really didn't help that. <laughs> was, that but, was that PM, PM or AM? That was PM. I don't PM. want to sleep when I went to bed. But anyway, again, <laughs> I, um, you brought up a really good point. And the one thing that I have personally got out of the lockdown, and I know it has helped a lot of students I've worked with, you mentioned uh, that phrase that I'm going to steal from you, that if you win the morning, you win the day. It's a cracker. You can and take it. It's all about it's, students have struggled to get going when they're in lockdown because they're away from their friends. It's they're in the same environment that they're in all day. Um, so in order to get going during the day, one thing that, you know, and I've implemented this is doing something or organizing something that you look forward to, whatever that is, you know, whether it's playing a bit of guitar, reading a book, going for a walk, but doing something just to get you going and in the mood because a lot of the time I've found that students have said, well, I'll do work later or come weekend, I'll do homework in the afternoon and the afternoon gets later and later, whereas they feel so much better about the day and we all do when we achieve something early on and it gives us that momentum because we know that the hardest part of any task is getting started and that includes the day, get started. Yes. Great, great advice and a great conversation um, from both you guys and I guess where we can relate that back to students right now is, you know, now that everyone is going back tomorrow um, and getting back into re-establishing the routines, often when it's you're beginning to start a new cycle of routine, it's an opportunity for you to actually implement some things that you maybe normally wouldn't have done prior. So for, for the students now in this next sort of, you know, week and a half while you get that rhythm back of being at school and waking up early, it's an opportunity to ask yourself, hey, what is something that I can do in the morning that I feel good about that, 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 you know, follows through from the work, the verxism, you know, win the morning, win the day. But it's a great opportunity now because they're not in that cycle yet. So you're going to reestablish that. So simple little, simple little goals um, that someone can achieve is quite powerful right now as that as they start to set those in over the next week and a half. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And really, um, and I guess Verks can talk more about this, but in terms of uh, getting started early, getting to school, I guess before, you know, with a bit of time to spare can really help the mindset as well. We know when we're running late that, um, yeah, we, we generally head to school. On that trip to school, we start worrying about getting into class um, late, people looking at us and all these types of things that go through our mind, getting in trouble, being on the bad side of the teacher. So 
really giving yourself time. Waking up a little bit extra early can really be a powerful thing. Absolutely. No, very, very good point as well. Um, so these things are they're, they're almost easy to say, yet hard to do sometimes, mm. and that's the discipline in being able to follow through. And I know that's always a challenge for students to be able to implement these things consistently. Um, one of our you know, fellow game plan members, uh, Isaac, talks mm. a lot about the law of multiplicity, about you know, doing small little tasks um, over a period of time consistently and that, that law of multiplicity will hold you in good stead going forward. So lots of li these little things that we can do that can make a big difference to our day without making us feel like we have to do something, something massive to mm. change our day. Um, so I guess the, the other thing I wanted to, to talk to Virks about is, I guess, you know, he's at the forefront of it now that he's, you know, getting his students back and he's a year 12 teacher. And, you know, this idea now of, of you know, sacks have been rescheduled and there's going to be a squeeze on, on a student, a year 12 student now in this last, you know, seven or eight weeks, depending whether you get the two or three break in term three, whatever, you know. Um, so suddenly you're going to have maybe instead of having one sack a week or two sacks a week, you might have three or, or more um, because of the nature of the way things have been squeezed, right? Whereas last year, because lockdown happened for, took so long that, you know, VCAR cut the curriculum um, down a little bit and compensated for that fact, which is one of the positives of 2020 that we, we cut a chunk out of the course and they felt like they had a bit more time. But unfortunately, you know, currently as it stands, the 2021 cohort are, are filling the squeeze. So um, do you have any advice here, Berks, on how, students, I guess, can handle this almost increased workload um, over the next, you know, four to six weeks as they finish their unit four work and finish their last round of sacks. Yeah, well, good, good point, Jimmy. I, I really feel for students, you know, going back and in, in, in trying to complete those sacks, you know, in certainly a much more congested time frame than what it would have been otherwise. Uh, I think the real key is to make sure you've got a real effective plan uh, or a game plan, in fact. I, I think it's really important here, real, isn't it? Uh, pardon the pun. Paddy Wild Yogs. And just try and plan out your sacks. You, got, you, 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 know, you might find you, you, know, you could have two sacks on a day. I mean, you just have to deal with it. And uh, as one of your famous quotes was, Yorgs, you, you know, control what you can, accept what you can't. Um, and, and just make sure you're as prepared, best prepared as you possibly can. And just chip away to those sacks. You know, if you've got, you know, if you've got, say, two sacks. I know in chemistry, for example, we've got two more sacks uh, to go this year. They're, they're sort of spaced out. But um, let's say you might have, you could potentially have eight to ten sacks, you know, remaining possibly, but, but you know, between now and the end of term. So just make sure as you, you know, as you complete one of those sacks, just chip away and you know, tick that one off and, and put it behind you, uh, and don't look back. I think it's really a, a mistake I see with a lot of students. You know, they sit a sack and they dwell on it and they get it back and they think, oh my god, that's it, that's history. I'm really in trouble. You know, there goes my ATAR score. Uh, it's really, I, I th you know, I find it's really important to to focus on the future and and, and not dwell on the past. You, you know, once again, you can't control how you went. I find that students, even the, you know, some of my top flying students who do really well, often have a bad sack. So um, you can recover. You've got the exam, obviously, you know, to really make sure you that's a main focus post um, this sack period time. But um, you know, really you know, embrace the you know em, em, embrace the uh, upcoming weeks. But make sure that um, you, know, you put your best foot forward. And um, you know, once those sacks are over, then it's a, you know, then you have a new goal, uh, and that's another thing too. Maybe having some really short-term goals, and you know, and they might be to get through the next two weeks, and you know, get through the next three sacks, and then you can tick that off, and then there's another short-term goal. 
and ultimately that long-term goal is the uh, is the grand final uh, in November, isn't it? When, it's, uh, when you see yeah, that, that I mean, that's it's great advice. Yeah. And I, I guess that the point that I that I really like is the way that you said that students often dwell on 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 what's past and what's happened, and they you know feel like oh it's over now, now it's hard. Or, I had a bad sack, and that's it. Well, let's just remember the facts about you know examinations are worth you know, in, in virtually the bulk of the subjects that we do, um, the, the most popular subjects like maths is, you know, 66%, chemistry works, am I right in saying the exams, yeah. what's it worth, 60? 60%, yeah, that's correct, 60%. You know, so there's so much left on the table and the good news about that is you've actually got time to prepare. Like once SAC season over, once term three is over, you then don't have to learn anything new. You're going to be revising. You've got time in class to, to, to work with your teacher. You've got your holiday period. You're actually given a fair, you're given a fair chance. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the cool. system's not great with, with how much they've got to do sort of internally, but you're actually given a fair chance to prepare um, in your own right. So the bulk of your assessments on the table at the end of the year where you've got a, a, a good run at it. So again, to follow up what you're saying, Berg, so just let's just get these sacks done. You, you can't be, you can, you can't be perfect. You've got to accept that everything's not going to be an A plus or B plus or whatever it is that you're targeting. It doesn't really matter, but just accept that things aren't going to go your way every single time because you've just got too much to do and it's okay. And it's just about getting through and ticking things along to get to the end of the end of term three. And then you have yourself a little break and then you sort of reset and refocus and start to build for what really is the main part of the year, which is those examinations, but you've actually got a chance to, to do those things properly. So um the hardest part of the year in a sense now with the way that lockdowns have been sort of thrust on everything and the kids, you've got to get through this six to seven week period. Um, and once you're through that, then I, I know the students don't know this yet because they haven't experienced it, but life does get better from there. So Yorgs, I'll throw to you now. And, you know, you've heard from sort of Virks and I sort of from an academic perspective, have you got any sort of words of wisdom for, for how the, how the 11s and 12s can approach this little last section of term three? Well, you know me, Jimmy, words of wisdom are my specialty, <laughs> according to not many people. But I, uh, you do bring up a great point, Jimmy, is that no matter how you feel you've gone up until now, there's still so much up for grabs. You know, it's, it's not over, you know, at all. So and look, the way we look at it, this as well, because I know Year 12s this year, they're disadvantaged in comparison to Year 12s in previous years. But everyone is in the same boat. You've got to remind yourself of that, no matter how challenging it point. is. Yep. So Virks brought up the importance of having a good plan. And one really important thing about having a good plan is breaking things down. Don't think about your end of year exams. Think about what you've got to do this week and take it week by week and prioritise and look at those due dates and prioritise what is uh, up, coming up next mm -hmm. and uh, what you can do about that. The uh, end of year exams will look after themselves, especially as you're doing the work throughout the year as well. So I think the perspective that we take is going to be really powerful as to how we uh, get through the next few months. And also remind yourself, you know, maybe get a photo of it wherever you're thinking of going for uh, schoolies or whatever it is that you are planning. That is your reward. You've got a big reward coming up in the form of a big break that's going to be well-deserved. Um, and we know the rewards are like mood boosters. They give us energy. So, you know, get that photo of where you're planning where your end of year trip's going to be and uh, yeah, use that as motivation as well. You've got that to look forward to and it's all going to be worth it. It sure is. It sure is. So, look, I'd just like to sort of wrap up and thank Virks 
um, for coming on. And I think after his debut performance, he might become a regular um, on the on the show at this rate. So, Berks, thank you for your time. We love uh, we love what you what you sort of brought up tonight. And I guess that that, that win the morning, win the day is an absolute cracker. That I think it's a mantra um, for, for for life. And if students can start to embody that, I guess in this you know this next week and a half, short term goals. You mentioned that. You know, if you try to win the morning, win the day over the next, you know, week and a half, you're going to set yourself up to have a really positive finish to the term. So, so thank you again, mate, um, for for helping us out tonight. And uh, I'm sure we'll uh, we'll get you back on the show soon enough. Yeah, thank you, Jimmy. It's been an absolute pleasure to uh, to be a part of the Game Plan uh, podcast tonight. Uh, thank you so much. It's been, uh, been a real blast. So, and uh, good luck to all those Year 12s out there for the next uh, seven or eight weeks. You're almost there. The finish line's in sight. And uh, I hope you all do really, really well on the um, on the interview exam and the upcoming SACs. Verks, thank you very much once once again. You've earned the three votes tonight. Um, <laughs> but to everyone out listening, we wish you all the best. Uh, good luck uh, getting back into school as of tomorrow. Uh, not long to go, as uh, Verks said, and Jimmy keeps saying we're nearly at the uh, at the uh, end of the finish line. So just keep at it. Not long to go. All the very best. And we look forward to uh, catching up again soon with another podcast. Absolutely. Take care, guys. All the best. Thanks, guys.